The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of feng shui and Chinese metaphysics. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by Estate and Business Organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui. I'm your host, Kathleen Zemanski, interviewing business experts to help you with all aspects of your career, along with my weekly feng shui, astrology, or timing tips that can incorporate immediately to tap into real business growth, incorporating yin and yang principles. Today's topic is gamifying your business. My guest today is Dan Fowler. He's an, he has extensive background in film, media production, and personal development coaching. He has spoken on many stages around the world. Dan's published five books, and his latest book, The Imagination Code, will launch late in 2016. Dan educates market-driven entrepreneurs how to create highly gamified experiences that are meaningful, co-creative, collaborative, and immensely profitable. I personally work with Dan, so I'm very excited to have him on my program today. He's really helping me look at my products and service in a very different way so my clients can have an experiential um, experience with my with my products. So I'm really expi- excited to have him here. So good to have you today, Dan. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, all right, let's start with a little bit of some of your industry terms. What is gamification? Yes, that's a word that's being thrown around. It's kind of a kind of a made up word, but it's kind of entered the the corporate realm a few years back on how to spruce up or how create, you know, engagement via experience within the the corporate culture. And now it's kind of oozing into the entrepreneurial world, and that's the world that I live in. And so this gamifying content or gamification is a it's about applying game theory, which people understand, and there's actually courses and college courses for this, but applying game theory to traditionally non-gamified things like live events or our marketing copy on your website or yeah, blogs, things like that. Those aren't typically looked at as gamified or anything, but when you apply these things to non-traditional gamified items, you actually create a higher level of engagement, interaction, and ultimately sales conversion. So that's what that's all about. Okay, so g- give me an example for those of us that really maybe d- don't even understand what what gaming is. Like what, sure. what, like in the corporate world, what are some some corporate corporations that are using that that we may know that have us have that interaction with with their company? Sure. Well, I'll use an example that is a is a 
it's a blatant gamification, and you guys have probably all seen it, if if not played it. So it's the you know like the Monopoly game at McDonald's or at mm. Safeway or wherever. That's a game. We all recognize what that game is. It was a board game, actually, physical board game. You probably have played it, but now it's a marketing tool. They're using Monopoly as a marketing engagement tool. So you play this game for the chance, the possibility to win big. And you win little prizes along the way, kind of like the pebbles along the road. You know, you're picking up little things, being able to get a gift card here, free groceries there, free fries, free whatever. And the, the engagement is to bring you back to the store. The more you buy, the more game pieces you get, the more chances you have in order to win the big prize, the big money, the big car, the whatever it is that they're offering. So this is a great example that people can really grab onto because they see it every day. But that is a blatant use of gamification towards marketing. And right. the whole purpose of the gamified process of the Monopoly game is to get you to come back into their store more times than you normally would to buy more things than you normally would. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's that loyalty program that gets, and it's fun though. It's fun. Like if you're, yes. and that's, that's the, I guess that there's the key. It's fun to be engaged and you're, you will readily open up your pocketbook more. So, all right. Well, before we go any further, I'd like you to kind of lead us down the road to, to tell us why you do what you do. Mm. Well, back when I was in my media production heydays, I mean, I still own my production company called Red River Productions, and and so I, I was when I broke into the industry back in the in the '90s, I was doing all sorts of stuff like rap videos and uh, you know music videos, had some MTV play, uh, wanted to get into production because uh, I wanted to see things come to life, my ideas, my writing, my uh, concepts to come to life, and the medium of film and media production was a perfect way for me to express that. So, coming full circle with that, I started going through the whole, you know, the corporate round, doing commercials, doing short films, and coming down to LA and you know, building production company. And then I started working more with corporate, like corporate commercials, and then started working with entrepreneurs. And realizing that the the same medium can be used in multiple different ways. It's like its own language, this multimedia stuff that we have out there that we kind of take for granted these days. And I came from the idea like, oh, you know, this this whole concept of creating out of nothing is very, very appealing. And most people don't have a concept of actually what what are the scientific dynamics that go behind that, how to create your ideas into the real world, or what I call bringing concepts from ethereal to material. And most it seemed to come easy for me, but most of my clients and people around me, even the entrepreneurs that I worked with, didn't have a really grasp, a good grasp on that. They were trying to go from you know one mentor to the next, getting little morsels and tidbits, but they didn't have a grasp of how they are able to actually create this bridge from this ethereal land, the, the idea land in their head, to the material world and in reality and bring it to the world if they were a mar- you know marketing it or selling it. So my clients actually in my production company, there was actually four of them mm-hmm. <laughs> over the course of two years. They, they're the ones that told me, to Dan, you know, we come to you for production work because you do good work. However, we could go anywhere and get great production work, you know, in this town. I mean, it was L.A. at the time. Right. And 
And I was like, okay, well, what are you trying to tell me? He said, well, yeah, we keep coming back to you because you do something that no one else does. I'm like, well, pray tell. I was oblivious to this. They said, Dan, well, you're able to like jump into our heads and like extract these ideas even before we're able to articulate what they are to you and be able to translate them into a tangible, viewable product called, you know, media production. And they started calling me the imagination engineer. Like that's what I was doing. I was engineering their ideas and their imagination before they could even, you know, tell me what they were actually thinking. <laughs> right. Well, I can I can attest to that because, as I said, I, you know, I working with you, I could just see if, if you could see like the you know the bubble over someone's head. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> I got to see that with you when I'm working with you because you. you I will tell you something and then boom, it just starts going. So, you know, just to plant that seed, we're mm-hmm. working on, you know, making the, the Time Blazer a, more, uh, a mobile app for, for people to have that experience with. Yes. And you got it. I have I've been talking about this for years, but you actually got it. And that's where I, I think your gifts and talents certainly lie because you're right. There, there are many people that are expert at production, but it's it goes it, it it totally transcends that. So so all right, let's bring it back to when you work with entrepreneurs. What do you consider their number one asset? <laughs> well, it comes back to this whole word called imagination. I believe that the imagination is the number one asset of every entrepreneur, of well, every person on the planet really, but when you're gearing it towards entrepreneurs and business, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> And it's funny because we, uh, as adults, we tend to ignore it or discount it or devalue the imagination in some way, shape, or form because of societal programming, parent programming, pressure along those lines. And for a lot of crazy reasons. And I think it comes back to, I think it's being downplayed over the, over the years and the centuries and in our society is because it's so stinking powerful. And so when everything's too powerful, you don't quite understand it, uh, let's, you know, I don't, let's push that off to the side or that needs to be destroyed. <laughs> so like we hit this age of 12, 13 and, you know, imagination becomes uh, a bad word, you know, the next dirty word. And it no longer is applicable or, or is told to us that it's no longer applicable. And I just say that that's totally, totally wrong. It's actually flipped. And it becomes even more and more applicable in our lives as we get older to tap in, utilize, uh, express from the imagination. Because if we're not doing that, this is where a lot of stress comes from, a lot of angst, a lot of feeling like you're just not on the path that you're designed to be, and, and a lot of blockages to financial and as and any kind of abundance for that matter. Got it. So, yeah. yeah, got it, got it. So we're we're gonna we're maybe start this conversation. Let's see how how much time we have sure. here. But um, what is your definition of imagination? If, yeah, if, yeah. Let's start there. I have a couple. I actually have a handful of these. But my number one definition of imagination is imagination is the operating system of the universe. Pretty plain and simple. Now, people, it sounds so expansive and maybe even a little woo woo, but. I said, well, let's think about it for a second. You know, imagination or imagine, that word comes from the old French. The old French word is image, which means to manipulate data and images in the mind. That's what it means. So imagination is, is the act of doing that, act of manipulating data and images in the mind. 
So from an operating system standpoint, let's step back to stuff we know in the universe, and that sounds all woo-woo, but let's step back to like computers, like a Mac or a PC. In order for those things to run and to operate properly, they have to have an operating system, Windows or iOS or whatever it is, to be able to run the programs, find the pictures, create documents, all those things that are on the computer hard drive to be able to run those. And also that operating system gives us the ability to access what we call the internet through what we call a ethernet cable. Interesting, huh? Yeah, very very interesting, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Going out to the ether. So this whole thing of an operating system to be able to manage everything that's going on on your hard drive, imagine your hard drive as your brain. That's what resides in your head. And then, of course, the ether, well, that's the stuff that's on the outside, the, the energy, energetic forces, the scientific laws, the, the things that uh, even you can add in religion into that, and faith and belief systems. Those are all within the ether, and we're tapping into those things, or able, able to do so through the, op- the operating system, through imagination to our brains, to our lives, to our lifestyles. So I equate the two very, very similarly because they operate very, very similarly. And when we realize that we can actually, we have power over this operating system, that we can choose what programs we open, what things we execute, how we create, we can do anything. And this is a power, this is a very powerful tool. And when people uh, disregard it, they're actually leaving power on the table and they wonder why they're stuck in their business, wonder why they don't have the financial funds. They don't. People, the right people aren't coming to them. It's because they're not accessing their computer properly. They got a virus. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about this universal operating system. I really, it, it is. That's a very expansive concept um, that we're going to dive into um, a little bit deeper um, coming up soon. But um, I would like to now thank my sponsors, E&B Organizers, a reliable organizing firm. They're insured and bonded to handle all your estate and business organizing needs nationwide. Stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui. And when we come back, I'll be chatting more with Dan Fowler. And we're going to talk about how to gamify your business and really dial up the imagination. So don't go away. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a 5 Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski. We're joined today by Dan Fowler. Today we're talking about how to gamify your business. And we opened up a huge portal in the last segment about imagination. And this is the a universal uh, template for us to really like dive into our business. So I'm going to let you kind of continue on that flow, Dan. Go ahead. Sure, yeah. The My operating system of, of imagination was at least in, when I growing up, was hampered just like probably most people out there. Like, no, no, try, you know, get your head out of the clouds. Time to grow up. <laughs> time to be <laughs> practical, reasonable, responsible. And there's nothing wrong with those things. However, chucking one for the other, uh, that's a problem. That becomes, that creates a, an off shift, meaning there's no harmony going on. Am I always in la-la land and imagining? No, you've got to have the execution pieces to this, the practicality, the reality pieces. But it's supposed to be a big DNA of you, your spiritual cosmic DNA. And this this transcends into your business too, into your bank account. And when I realized, finally realized this, that imagination was the direct link to my bank account, <laughs> I, I, I paid attention. <laughs> and now I'm teaching this to entrepreneurs as well that – Hey, you guys have the the ability to craft whatever you want, whenever you want, and it's just the only thing that's holding you back, the only thing, is your perceived obstacle of whatever it is, XYZ obstacle. And those obstacles really don't exist. And even if they do, if any of you still want to appear that they exist, I teach my clients on how to elevate above obstacles instead of trying to break through them. This whole concept that I have to suffer or sacrifice or somehow give up something in order to gain something, that's a, that's a very religious background uh, idea that I have to somehow become less to become more. And I don't believe that that's true. And so the imagination piece, it's like I'm always imagining what can be, what can be more and what is more if I create the right sort of lineup towards it, create the sort, right sort of operating system, program opening, document creating, image expanding process, right? And right. so, and as an operating system, it can be reprogrammed. If there are programs on your computer that no longer are being used mm-hmm. or they no longer serve you, guess what? You can uninstall them. And so this is also true with our lives, with our brains, with our the imagination. I can say, you know, it's time to make a shift. This no longer serves me. It's I may like that program, or but it's no longer doing anything for me. I need to upgrade to a new program. Right. Yeah. You, you know, um, I want to. I want this piece to really land on the listeners that your imagination equates with dollars, 
in mm-hmm. or, or or currency, whatever the currency is that, that <laughs> wherever you're listening from. But right. it really it. It, 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 it equates to your prosperity and your abundance. And that is a huge mind shift of you're no longer wasting time. You use a, you use a term, um, it's, not, it's not brainstorming. What was the term that you used? Oh, dreamstorming. Dreamstorming, dreamstorming. Right. I love that term because it really is such a, such a powerful potential that if we just – just stop for five minutes a day and just look at our day and just see what's going on to bring some creativity and imagination to what we're doing. Our quality of life, our our any any even yeah. any person that we're talking to, clients, whatever. There's just going to be a big sparkle back into that whole conversation that you're having with people if you just just. For for a few moments before you pick up the phone to any client or before you send out that email, just like what 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 else can I put in there that's gonna really spark some some flavor for the end end user. The, yeah. the, the other thing that I want to you know you're we in the United States or in the Western world, I think we have a little bit more advantage of having the liberty to use the imagination, if you will. But in some cultures, I think that is not even an option. It's produce, produce, produce. So would you have any suggestions for people who are not living in a culture that imagination and taking time to dream in the waking world? (laughs) What would you suggest? (laughs) (laughs) You can dream when you're sleeping, but not on my clock. So what what would you suggest? Oh, absolutely. There's... uh most dreaming actually takes place while you're awake Mm -hmm. and most imagination uh, is not during the sleep time, during REM sleep. Most imagination and dream connectivity happens while you're perfectly conscious and you should be. And this is a, uh, we call it daydreaming and it's always, it's been taboo, like boohoo, don't daydream. You know, that's bad, but no, that's actually good because you're, you're actually creating a, a, a larger center of critical thought. Imagination is not just about fantasy. It's also about creating a, this scenario of what if or what is possible. This whole, you know, what's beyond this moment, beyond this existence, beyond this job, beyond this, you know, client. And being able to daydream actually enhances your brain in many ways. It actually creates new, new neural pathways in the brain that didn't exist before. And you're expanding the, uh, and optimizing your brain capacity by doing so and be able to have more intelligent conversations, yada, yada. So from an imagination standpoint, if your culture, your actual physical country, location, geographical culture does not include this whole thing about imagination, imagination is not a, it does not have to be an overt act. It doesn't have to be like I have to carve out time. You can be in a state of imagination 24-7 if you choose to do so, be perfectly lucid, be perfectly conscious, handling everything that's supposed to be done from a production standpoint, from a doing standpoint. But what is happening is that you are being something new. When you be something new, you become something new, you start attracting new things. And you'll, you'll actually start seeing your life change and opportunities pop up that 
you didn't have before because you were stuck in a cultural rut. Not saying it's bad, good, or indifferent. It just is. But if, you're, if you are desiring something more, then doing the same old, same old every day is not going to be conducive to that. You need to be able to be in a state of imagination as long as you can, or you know, 24-7, I would recommend. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I know we're going to hear a little bit more about that coming up. But the other thing that I'm, I'm very concerned about is our youngsters. Uh, in the school systems, they've cut a lot of the cultural and creative programs because we just don't have, quote-unquote, the budgets for it. And to me, that's very frightening. So what would you say as a culture, um, either as parents or your spiritual communities, et cetera, what can we do to help our youngsters to not lose this very potent yeah. Imagination factor. <laughs> well, you know, the, those like music and art, I, I think those are great things. And for me, like some people uh, connect imagination and creativity, like they're the same thing. And to me, they're not. They're not the same thing. Creativity is the expression of, it's the physical expression of what's going on in the imagination. So one precedes the other. So, like art class and music class and all these great uh, electives that are going by the wayside. Uh, those are creative outlets from the already existing imagination. So when people tell me, hey, I'm not creative or I don't feel very artsy, that's okay. That's not, maybe that's not your expression tool, but your imagination is highly active. We are born with this, and it's just a matter of how we want to use it. So my suggestion would be is, is listen, is to do more listening than just trying to uh, make decisions based on a dollar amount or a lack of a dollar amount. So let's listen to the kids. What are the kids saying about these programs? What are the kids, what are the kids, what kind of ideas do they have? My problem is that no one listens to the kids, and I think mm-hmm. they have more wisdom beyond uh, well, a lot of us in the sense of they're, they're not inhibited by the one thing that keeps most adults held back, and this is this button called the self-edit button, and that most adults will self-edit before they even jump into anything. They look for all the reasons not to do something. And kids are the exact opposite of that. They don't think about that. There is no self-edit. They go, all the reasons why this is possible. That's why they think about it. And then only by society and parents and other restrictions that are pushed on them saying, you know, that's, you can't do that or that's impossible. You can't achieve that. And then they start believing it over time, and then they become adults like us. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 So I would. I, my first thing would be let's start. Let's start having a conversation, a real, true conversation with with kids on exactly how they would see and would love to imagine and picture their their imagination being expressed in the world, and create programs like that. Now, of course, music and art; those are great things, but I think just the music and art programs, that's not going to do it. Not in this day and age. Not in this technology-driven age. There's going to be other things. We've evolved in different expression tools, and I think we need to explore that. And, and I think as adults, we need to explore that too. I mean, I, I, I think people get to a certain age and they just kind of go, okay, we don't really need to learn these things. And, and I'm not just talking about technology in this respect either. It's like you can, you know, 
always update your own operating system as you were talking mm-hmm. about. And I think that is something that, you know, I, I know we're going to be talking more about that in, in the next segment, but I, it, this is a real key point that I think we need to explore more. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, well, yeah, the kids, we can learn a lot from the kids, especially with the self-edit thing. That's one of the things I teach my clients right off the bat is about the self-edit is remo- removing that how to remove it because and just check yourself through the day oh i can't do that because well i don't have time i don't have money oh i can't do that because you know and there's always a self edit instead of an expansive conversation first and of course there's going to be edits along the way but we as adults tend to edit first and have that filter on before we even get to the point of wanting to do anything about it or take action. And so let's get to the point. Let's be expansive. Everything's on the table. All right, Dan. I I need to have you hold that thought. We're going to be right back with Dan and and grab a piece of paper because we're going to learn how to manifest on demand. So grab a piece of paper and we'll be right back after this short break. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Do you second guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five elements business astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at one 866 Four seven two five seven nine zero. That's one eight six six four seven two fifty seven ninety. You may also send an email to Kathleen at fiveelementsgroup.com. Now back to illuminating feng shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zamansky, and I'm with Dan Fowler. Today we're talking about gamification and, wow, universal operating systems with imagination. So I'm really excited about mm-hmm. the flow of the conversation today. So, Dan, why do, you ha- why do you think people have such a hard time making their ideas and dreams into a reality? Well, it's kind of what I was touching on on our, our last segment there about the self-edit. Uh, but it's more beyond that too. They they turn on this filter that of of uh, I can't do, 
the the int words, the apostrophe t words, right? I can't do that because dot dot dot, and that filter is on before they even you know open their mouth or share an idea or anything like that. That's been imposed upon us because our imaginations have been you know, sequestered. <laughs> mm. And being able to let the imagination back out saying, well, wait a minute, I haven't even stepped in anything. I haven't talked to anybody. No one's ever told, haven't, no one's told me no about this project yet. Why am I editing it now? Why don't I come out full force and you, you don't know? what is going to be uh, come to fruition, what people are going to say yes to. I mean, I have clients. I mean, I, I used to think very, very small about working one-to-one with clients. And uh, when I finally broke through this process, of like, well, wait a minute. It's not about me convincing them that I have this immense value. It's just me asking for what I want. You know, there's there's proponents out there that say, you know, build up the value, show them the value, and then, you know, ask for the the money that corresponds with the value. There's value in that. (laughs) However, however, I I see it as more of a of a just, well, what do I want? What do I want? Do I want ten thousand? Do I want fifteen thousand? Do I want more? What what is what do I want? What what feels right with this? And then ask for that and don't edit. Don't self edit on it. And lo and behold, I would say, you know, ninety percent of the time when I do that. I get exactly what I asked for. It's interesting how that works. And the other, the other way is also true. When I go small and I self-edit and I ask for that, 90% of the time, I get what I ask for, which is an interesting correlation. So where the intention and the energy flows, that is where manifestation comes from, where it happens. So if I'm going to think small, I'm going to get small. If I'm going to think big, I'm going to get a whole lot bigger. I'm responsible for that energy going into that that mix. That's very true. I, I do that all the time. And I, I, too, when I'm working with my clients, I have that same concept. But it is so true that, you know, people say, watch your words. I always say, watch your thoughts. Because it is, they, your thoughts are so strong and that if you can catch yourself when you were saying the what ifs, if you're saying them out loud, I can only imagine what you know some people's <laughs> self talk or self thoughts are. So that's something that I yep. would say is really critical is to watch those two your your thoughts and your words because you are creating your own. Um, whether it be the virtual reality into mm-hmm. the real world, you are creating it. Whatever's happening in your life, you have created it. So, um, indeed. right? Yeah. yeah. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. And I would even go as far as that. It's like uh, be mindful of your emotions too because emotions are the, the key center of actually bringing stuff into the world. That's the expression piece. So your, thought, your thoughts, yes, be careful about your thoughts. However, Thoughts and emotions go in a very in a figure eight formation. Yeah. They they go in and out of each other. So be be uh, be aware of those as well. And I see I see this. You know the emotion part. I mean the first thing I thought about. You know I live right in, in California. Um, the famous one hundred and one for for those of you. It's just a very famous thoroughfare up and down the coast of California. And the one hundred and one is a perfect example to see mm-hmm. people's emotions play out. Immediately, it's like well, I mean, right? You know, going down the road, is somebody will cut in front of you to get five seconds ahead of you, only for you to put on your brakes, and it and it creates this this kind of ripple effect. But if you can like disconnect from that, I can only imagine the person that just cut another one off. You know, what kind of day they're having that they're they're in that wow that vibration. 
Whereas when somebody, you know, you got your turn signal on and somebody lets you into the lane, it's like, oh, they're probably a really nice person. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a, that's kind of a, you know, maybe yeah. a Monday way of looking at it. But it's very true. Every emotion creates an action or reaction. Um, so, there you have it. Okay. So, all right. I am really excited about this next activity. So, if you haven't already, I really would love you to grab a... Um, pen or a pencil, whatever you want to write with in a piece of paper, because Dan is going to guide us through this exercise. It's called Manifest on Demand. So I'm going to let you take it from here and let you set it up. Okay. Well, you know, I realized that when I was being called the imagination engineer by my clients, my media production, I realized that, well, this was coming to me naturally. So I had to figure out what I was actually doing. So I had to reverse engineer my process with them because I wanted to be able to, one, explain it to myself and then, two, to replicate it. And when I did that, I came up with my six steps these six steps to basically bring any, I call it manifest on demand, but it's basically bring anything into the world. This is the process that happens in the brain, in your environment, in your atmosphere, in your psyche, in the energy as well. And these are very simple steps and in a specific order. And when you do these, then you can manifest on demand. Now, the caveat to this is every single one of us is a master manifester right now. We're, we all are. However, we tend to have our, our frequency dialed into the wrong radio station, <laughs> and we're getting you know, mariachi music when we really want you know, nice classical music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so here we go. So the, I'm, I'm going to go through these six steps, and with each one of these six steps, I'm going to give you like kind of a, a little blurb of, of wisdom and idea to be able to do to really drop further and deeper into these steps. And in doing so, you'll have a flow for your day, a flow for your week that you constantly are going through. This is a process if you want to manifest something quick, fast, and, and of course, mixed with all the other modalities that you're using now, including you know, feng shui, of course. This is a great tool, though, for the imagination, for the mind, and for your presence in this universe. So number one, number one step is, is real simple. It's called awareness. Awareness. So now, this this term is being thrown around a lot, but awareness to me is all about understanding exactly where I am and why I'm there. So it's where I am and why I'm there. This is not only physically, but also energetically, spatially, and and also figuratively as well. Why am I there? Why are, why is my imagination in worry land instead of in great creation land? You know. Why is it there? Because that imagination, I mean, worry is a form of imagination. You're dreaming up things that haven't happened yet. And a lot of the times, those are self-fulfilling prophecies. So being aware of where you're at, there's a good story, like the, there's the biblical story, you know, in Genesis, you know, from, from the Bible about Adam and Eve. And most people know this story. Um, this Adam and Eve, and they ate the fruit, and, you know, they were ashamed. And so when God came down to talk to them in the cool of the day, he was walking through and he was he in the in the english translation it says where are you asking adam and eve but well, that's not actually what he said the hebrew word there is actually what he says is why are you where you are is what he said this is to put an, an attention a an awareness back onto what was done why are they in the position they are in now and why they feel the way they feel this is something that needs to be asked from you and here's the thing that you that you could do 
during your morning or during your day, whenever you want to do this. I do it in the morning. I get up in the morning and I ask this, I ask this question of myself. Why am I where I am across the board? Why do I feel the way I am? Why am I financially where I'm at? Why am I where I am? And then the thing that I follow up with that on that awareness is this, how can I receive more? And I ask that question of myself. Why am I where I am and how can I receive more? So those are the two pieces, bringing more awareness of my current position, the present moment, and being able to say, oh, how can I receive more in this present moment? Okay. So number two, moving on to step number two is called energy output. Uh, this is what I call it. And this deals with intention, the intentions. And uh, you probably have heard the like sending intentions out to the universe. And this is not something that I believe in. I believe that you're bringing that intention within. It's called intention for a reason. It's not an out tension. <laughs> this is intention. Intention going within your own aura and your own energy field to become energetically dense in a, in a spatial standpoint, meaning you're creating attraction through this intention. In this dense field, you're creating a very dense energetic field here, hence energy output. So I tell people that you know if, a, if you're going to send intentions out to the universe, you're actually dissipating the energy of that intention. It needs to be placed where it needs to be, right in your energy field if you want to create that, that factor. Great. Dan, so, we, Dan, we have just two minutes left, so why right. don't you give us the next uh, couple and we'll finish up at, no after problem. the break. So the third... And number three is called the gravity well. This is where after you've set that intention, uh, the gravity well is what I, like a big vortex. You're actually creating a, the law of attraction here. You are bringing in, you're sucking in the things you intend to create, the raw, the raw materials in the gravity well. And this is because you've placed a very strong intention in your own field. And then I'll go on to, to the last one here of number four before the break. It's imagination. Now, imagination is not number one on my list. It's number four is because you have to draw the raw materials in before you can start manipulating them. And the imagination now is all these raw materials, people, places, things, time, energy. Now you can manipulate them with your operating system called imagination to start crafting the perfect dreams, to start bringing into reality the things you intend to create. Awesome. All right. So we have the first four steps, awareness, energy, output, gravity, well, and imagination. We're going to finish up the next two right after the break. And I do have my weekly feng shui tip coming up. So you're going to be able to incorporate, incorporate that immediately. And I'll tell you that in the other two steps right after a quick break. So don't go away. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Do you second guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five elements business astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. 
Kathleen Zemanski's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at one 866 472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski, and my guest today is Dan Fowler. It's been so exciting having you here today. Thank we you. were going through the six steps. Um, again, awareness was one, energy output, and gravity well was three, and four was imagination. What's that fifth step? Number five is dreams. And this is not just dreams when you go to sleep, but this is dreams during the day. I actually schedule, this is something you can do as well, a little tip. I actually schedule time in my day, in my calendar, every day, 15 minutes to dream, daydream. Daydream time. If you're not scheduling it, you're probably not doing it. And just sitting there. You can call it meditation, but really, I'm not really in a meditative state. I'm just like allowing my brain to go wild for 15 minutes. And this is very, very good for your synapses. So dreaming time is a place of incubation. A lot of people think, okay, I've got all the pieces together. I've got the, the plan, and now I've got to go execute. And most of the time, I will say most of the time, 95% of the time, that is not the case. You must get everything ready and then incubate, cook that thing. It's mm-hmm. like making a cake, put all the ingredients together, put it in the pan, throw it in the oven, and then what do you do? Do you start poking at the cake? No, you let it be. You let it do its time in the oven before it, ding, it pops out. And that leads us into the last step, which is manifest. It's the easiest one. People think manifesting is hard. It's not. It's all the other steps leading up to it that must be disciplined in order to manifest easily. Because when that timer goes off, guess what? I get to pull the cake out of the oven, and it's time to serve it. Serve it to those who are looking to be served. This could be for entrepreneurs. It could be for your your products, your, your services, your coaching. They are looking for your cake. And now it's time to make it pretty with icing and let it cool and now it's time to cut those slices and serve it up. So manifesting is the easy – it manifesting is the actual expression or the end result, the symptom of doing the other five steps. So creating this flow through awareness and energy output, gravity, well, imagination, dreams, leading into manifesting those dreams and desires. Now, you do this every single day, every single day, and you're manifesting the life that you live right now. You might as well take – Get awareness about what's happening behind the scenes and then orchestrate that. Create that life of your dreams and you can do it. You can bring it out of the oven and serve it up to people and they will love you for it. There you go, listeners. I'm giving you a week's challenge. Try it every day starting today. And I would really love to hear some feedback on what you are able to manifest 
in just a week's time. So Dan has a very exciting events. They happen throughout the year, and it's called Imagination IQ. So it, it it's a very different and unique model compared to your typical weekend business or personal development training. So what's different about the way you train? The difference with I, well, I, I kind of describe it like it's a Broadway show meets the House of Blues meets The Price is Right. That's, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Now that seems wild and crazy, but sometimes you have to to break out of the box or even to burn that box down to out of business thinking. You must really go the other way and make it more uh, interactive, circus environment, if you will, and but with deep learning. And also what's happening in the brain at the time, that's why I do this, is because new neural pathways are being opened. New, you're more open to new uh, ideas and concepts during this time if you are interactive and actually simulating it instead of just sitting there and hearing a lecture. And so I'm very interactive, hands-on, art, drama, live music, things like that. But we're going in very deep into these six steps that I just talked about. We, go, we, we take three days to go through these six steps, and I go really deep to make sure that you are not only understanding it, but you can apply it in the moment. And we, you know, questions, answers, all those types of things. So uh, we, we take this time to really ha- optimize your brain for maximum manifestation. So optimizing your imagination, you know, the, the right side, imagine, and optimizing your IQ, your left side. Analytical thinking and imagination mixed together is a powerful component, and most people are afraid of it because it's extremely powerful and effective. And that's what I teach at Imagination IQ. So if people would like to attend the Imagina- Imagination IQ, what, what do they need to do? Well, you know, you can go to this website and you can get information about Imagination IQ. It's imaginationiq.info. I-N-F-O. So that's imaginationiq.info. And you can see videos and testimonials and copy on there about what we do and pictures from past events. And you can there's buttons on there to be able to click and register. Awesome. And very quickly, you also have a very special gift. I wish we had more time to talk about it, but go ahead and let us know what you're... I like giving free things away and I like to give things big as well. So what I did was I created a 52-week video course or video series, if you will, that is all about uh, business wisdom and uh, business acumen as well as just spiritual and personal stuff as well, growth. It's called Dan's Decrees. And it's 52 weeks. Every week you get a new video from me talking about a certain topic like gratitude or service or even down to how to fire a client, how to create more abundance. All of those types of things and topics are in Dan's Decrees. And once you sign it, it's absolutely 100% free. There's no obligation, no strings attached to that. And I like to give that away so people can really hear me teach in a larger capacity and, and, and access those videos every week. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dan, for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. And in, and in keeping with the theme of the show today, I want to help you also turn and dial up your imagination. And the source of your creativity can be revealed in your astrology chart. It's the guiding map to discover if you have the right elements, if you will. So the five elements have a lot of meaning in your life. And so we're going to look at a couple of Aspects, But the number one thing that we're going to want to find out is if you even have the wood element in your chart. So how you find that out, you go to freebusinessastrology.com and then just 
put in your date and time of birth and look for the color green. Green depicted in the five elements group astrology uh, chart, my chart, it will show you whether or not you have that creative element or not. So it, the more green you have, obviously, the, the more creativity that you can bring about. But there's a second piece I want you to look at. I'm going to try to go through this pretty quickly here, is your day element. This is under the, the piece that you were born under the day, the day you were born. So it's gonna, there's going to be an element up there. It's going to be one of the five elements. So I'm going to just start very quickly going through. If you were born with the fire on a fire day, then it's earth that produces you. And that's where your creativity lies, which is in wisdom. If you are an earth day element, then it's metal. So this is the structure that Dan was talking about. It can't be all in the ethereal. So it's a very good one to have. Yours is through structure. If you were born under the metal day element, then you produce water, and so that's about your communications. And then water is your day element. You produce wood, and wood, like I said before, is the true creative element. So that's pure, authentic imagination and creativity. It's the easiest one of all to tap into, but you may have wood without your chart sprinkled through. So you do have it to tap into. And no, in addition, in 2016, throughout the fire monkey year, wood is favorable all throughout the year because that feeds the fire in the fire monkey. So there you have it. Tap into your imagination and start looking at your business in a more creative way. And this is, you know, your creative DNA to bring about imagination and brilliance in your work and those you touch. And I want you to tune in next week, and I'm going to be interviewing Philip Sattel from Omni Omniracks Furniture Company, and we're going to be talking about office ergonomics for high productivity. And until next week, may good chi follow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by estate and business organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.